Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. You ready to praise the Lord with me tonight? Are you ready to get into the Word of God? Thank you so much for joining us tonight. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe to it and then take it a step further and invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. Let's share the word together. That's something very important to talk to you about tonight. Let's get into it right now. Tonight, I want to talk to you about encountering his presence, encountering his presence. Let's jump into it today. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We praise you. We lift you up. We magnify you. We worship you today. We praise your mighty name. Lord, I give you thanks today. Give us ears to hear the word of God and a heart to receive it. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. John chapter 4, verse 14. But the water that I shall give him will be in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Verse 24. God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Let's talk today about encountering his presence. Let's talk today about just turning up our worship amen we were created to worship him not because he demands it but because he is worthy worthy is the lamb who was slain he is worthy and i want to praise him more and more in this crazy world that we live in we need to turn up our worship amen How many of you spent time alone last week with the Lord, just alone with Him, worshiping? If you did not, why? I saw a lady talking about when she was little, her and her other little kid friends would play church. And they would put chairs out, and they would sing, and they would do songs, and they would preach and pretend to be at church. They were having fun and playing church. But for far too many churchgoers, it's not pretend. They are playing church. We need to ask ourselves, do we attend church to worship corporately? Or is it a social status? Or do we just think that it's the right thing to do? Or are we promoting ourselves or promoting our own ministry? I want to be in church to worship him with other like-minded believers. It means something to me. It's personal. He saved me from my sins. He saved me from hell. He washed my sins away in his own blood. And I want to praise him for it. In this wicked, perverted world that we live in, we need to do something. We need to turn up our worship. If we really know the power of Jesus Christ, the fact that our sins are washed away, if we really know that we are redeemed, when we walk into the sanctuary, our heart should be exploding with worship. 
and it should be something we do every day at home also. Many churches meet on Sundays and one day during the week, but few there find themselves in his miraculous presence. When people, though, when they do get in his presence with worship, I'm telling you tonight that it changes us. Whenever we are people of praise and worship and it's exploding from our hearts and our hearts are, are longing to be in God's presence and, and to be changed by his presence, that is when we get rid of the idols in our lives. That is when the word of God becomes alive in our hearts. That is when the presence of the Lord comes in. That true worship, it explodes. When we encounter his presence, we will weep, we will worship, and our hearts will be moved. When we encounter his presence in worship, there will be repentance and hearts will be changed. I'm telling you today that it is glorious. Amen. You feel it deep down in your soul. That is why Jesus said it is a fountain of water springing up into eternal life. Worshiping in the presence of God. Hallelujah. We are just ordinary people getting the, in the presence of an extraordinary God. He takes our lives from nominal to phenomenal. His presence takes us from darkness to light. His presence takes us from this stressful world into the peace and the joy of his character. I want to give you a few points about this tonight. Number one, when we encounter his presence, we will want to tell others about it. Sharing how good the Lord is, it is part of who we are. When you've experienced his presence, when you've experienced his goodness, when you've experienced his power, when you've experienced his redeeming qualities, amen, you're going to want to share it. Amen. How many of you want to share it? I want to share it. Peter shared what happened with the crowd in Acts chapter 2, and 3,000 people got saved. Philip shared Jesus with an entire city in Samaria in Acts chapter 8, and an entire city was changed and transformed. Peter went to the Romans with the gospel in Acts chapter 10, and an entire family, his friends, his servants, they were all saved and transformed by the glory of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why? Because when you've encountered the presence of the Lord, you want to share it. When he's changed your life, you feel something deep down on the inside, on the, in your heart, that just screams for you to share it. In Mark chapter 5, Jesus goes across the sea and he encounters a man possessed by many demons. The man is naked. The man is screaming at the top of his lungs, cutting himself with rocks and living in a graveyard. And he's out of his mind. The people from the city had caught him many times and they had bound him with ropes and bound him with chains. But the superhuman strength from these demons would snap them in half. This man had no hope. This man had no future. This man had no life. 
But then one day he encountered the presence of God. He encountered the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the King and God of this universe. He encountered the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. Can you praise him wherever you are right now? Can you just lift your hands and worship him right now? Oh my goodness, he is worthy tonight. Jesus looks at the man, pile of human waste. He's barely even human anymore. And Jesus, with just a few words, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And the man was set free. Amen. Can you remember a day when you were bound by the chains of sin? Can you remember a day when you had no hope? Oh, I can. Do you remember a time when you had no answers? Then Jesus stepped on the shores of your life, and with a word, he changed your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With just a word, this man was set free, praise God. People in the city hear what's going on and hear that something is happening and they come out to see what has happened. Mark chapter 5 verse 15 says, Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed because he's not demon-possessed anymore, my friends. It had the legion. It says they saw him sitting and clothed and in his right mind. Hey, man, glory to God. Hallelujah. He's sitting there. That denotes that his soul is at rest. He has finally found peace. The Bible says he is clothed. He's clothed with a garment of salvation, a garment of redemption. He's clothed with a garment of praise. He's clothed with a garment of righteousness of Jesus Christ. And he is in his right mind. For the first time in a long time, he feels peace down in his soul. Folks, let me tell you something today. Money cannot buy what that man had. Money cannot buy what that man experienced. Money cannot buy peace. You can't earn it. It only comes through a relationship and surrendering to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. This man was in his right mind. Can you remember when you were not saved and you had no peace? When your mind was troubled and your mind had no hope and you were confused and you didn't know where to turn or what to do or how you were going to make it? But then you encountered the loving presence of Jesus Christ and everything changed. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are gone. Behold, all things have become new. This man is now a new creation. Mark chapter 5 verse 18. And when Jesus got into the boat, he who had been demon possessed. Oh, I love that. He who had been demon possessed. He's not demon possessed anymore. He begged Jesus that he might go with him. You know why, folks? Because when Jesus has touched your life, you do not want to leave him. But verse 19 says, however, Jesus did not permit him. But said to him, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. Verse 20 says, he departed and he began to proclaim in Decapolis all that Jesus had done for him and all men did marvel. 
When you've encountered the presence of the Lord, you will tell the world. You see, folks, Decapolis had ten cities. This man didn't just go home and tell his family and his friends what God had done for him and had compassion on him. This man began to preach to them all, all the ten cities of Decapolis, and he began to preach the glory of Jesus Christ and how the Lord reached down to him and had compassion on his life. He went around saying, I used to be demon-possessed, but one day I met a man named Jesus Christ, and he delivered me. He redeemed me. He set me free. He brought me out of a pit, out of the miry clay, and he set me on a mountaintop, changed by his glorious power. He said, I'm now at rest. I'm now clothed. I'm now in my right mind. Jesus did this. And he said, let me tell you about Jesus. Amen. Can you praise him right now? Praise God. That little woman in John chapter 4. The little woman at the well, when Jesus transformed her life, what was the first thing she did? She ran into the city and told the people about Jesus and said, come see a man. He is the Messiah. One little lonely woman spread revival after she encountered the incredible presence of the Lord. If you're listening right now, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how much you've struggled. Jesus Christ wants you to encounter his presence. He wants to change your life. He wants to renew your mind and change your life and deliver you in every way that you need it. Notice the people that Jesus called into his presence. Simon Peter, a hard-working, cussing fisherman. Matthew, a sinful tax collector. The woman at the well, five marriages, five divorces. But while others looked at her with contempt, Jesus saw the inside. Jesus saw that she was hungry to be a worshiper. The man who had been demon-possessed, the world saw a case that could not be cured. Jesus saw a preacher who would tell the masses. Oh, hallelujah. Reminds me of that old song that says, When he reached down his hand for me, he had to reach way down for me. When I was lost and undone without God or his son, when he reached down his hand for me. Do you want to encounter his presence? You can. All you have to do is submit to him. All you have to do is let him be the Lord over every single part of your life. And he will change your life. Lord, I thank you tonight. I give you praise for your presence. And I pray for every single person listening that they will make up their minds. That they want to encounter your incredible presence and that they want to be a worshiper. I give you praise for what we're for what you're going to do in every single person's life. And I give you honor and glory tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I hope this message was a blessing to you. If it was, please share it with someone. We're on Spotify, iTunes, just anywhere that you can find a podcast. There we are. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it it changed your mind, made you want to pursue God heavier, made you want to be in his presence more, made you want to be more of a worshiper. 
again, thank you so much for being here. I pray that God's blessings will be upon your life. You'll be touched, changed, and renewed by his mighty power. In Jesus' name. Have a great evening, folks. We'll see you next time.